Welcome to the Course in Miracles podcast. Okay, Course in Miracles podcast, lesson 121. We have now reached, uh, we have worked through another review session. Excuse my slide the computer. We have worked through review three now, and so we're back. Looks like this is a bit of a lengthy lesson. So I will begin its recitation here in not too long. And I'm just seeing this really sad story on YouTube about these teen killers, basically, these teen murderers who went out and uh, collected rocks at like a Walmart and then were driving around in Colorado and throwing the rocks through windshields. And they killed this 20-year-old girl, 20-year-old young woman. And that is really sad. Now, the lesson for, to, for today is forgiveness is the key to happiness. So we are not to excuse that behavior, but it just occurs as if there's a heck of a lot of turmoil going on with the youth nowadays. Sure, there was turmoil with us back in the 90s, but it just seems like everything is just on speed now, literally, and then also metaphorically with social media and just how quickly information spreads. And it's just really, you know, we say, I think I, I, think I see a violent world. I think, I, I think I'm upset because I see a violent world. I think I'm upset because I see a mean world. I think I'm upset because I see a vicious world. No, I'm actually upset because I'm seeing a meaningless world, and a meaningless world engenders fear. And those lessons are from the very beginning. I want to say those lessons are in the first 20 lessons or so. But what you're actually seeing there is not, yes, it's horrible. Yes, it is murder. Yes, those people will pay for that murder, et cetera. But what you're actually seeing there through the, from a Course in Miracles perspective is, is nothingness, meaninglessness. Because that was not love, that was not real. And so... Uh, we're, it's not, we're, we're not spiritually bypassing. We are not condoning. We are not pulling a Course in Miracles number and saying, oh, those families don't have any reason to be upset. It's just an illusion anyway. We're not doing that. We are acknowledging what happened. We are acknowledging the horrificness. And then we are relating to the situation as Course in Miracles students do, which is to see things through the eyes of forgiveness, which brings things, uh, which brings us to Lesson 121, Forgiveness is the key to happiness. So here is the answer to your search for peace. Here is the key to meaning in a world that seems to make no sense, such as in the situation I just described. Here is the way to safety in apparent dangers that appear to threaten you at every turn and bring uncertainty to all your hopes of ever finding quietness and peace. Here are all questions answered. Here the end of all uncertainty ensured, ensured, ensured at last. The unforgiving mind is full of fear and offers love no and offers love no room to be itself, no place where it can spread its wings in peace and soar above the turmoil of the world. So the unforgiving mind in a situation like the one I just described gives you no access to peace. There's no place where um, love can be itself, no place where love can spread its wings in peace and soar above the turmoil. So this turmoil prevents you spreading your wings of peace. And 
or the unforgiving mind allows the turmoil of the world to sort of dictate your thinking and your feeling, etc. The unforgiving mind is sad without the hope of respite and release from pain. It suffers and abides in misery, peering about in darkness, seeing not, yet certain of the danger lurking there. So the unforgiving mind is going to say, but there are those crazy boys out there that just murdered that girl with rocks. And so I need to stay inside and be sad. That's what the unforgiving mind does. The unforgiving mind is torn with doubt, confused about itself and all it sees, afraid and angry, weak and blustering, afraid to go ahead, afraid to stay, afraid to waken or to go to sleep, afraid of every sound, yet more afraid of stillness, terrified of darkness, yet more terrified at the approach of light. What can the unforgiving mind perceive but its damnation? What can it behold except the proof that all its sins are real? The unforgiving mind sees no mistakes, but only sins. It looks so. The forgiving mind is going to see this horrific thing that these boys did as a mistake and not a sin. The unforgiving mind is going to see it as a sin. Again, we're not overlooking or overstepping the horrificness and the devastation and the destruction that was wrought on the lives of all of the people involved. It looks upon the world with sightless eyes and shrieks as it beholds its own projection rising to attack its miserable parody of life. It wants to live, yet wishes it were dead. It wants forgiveness, yet it sees no hope. It wants escape, yet can conceive of none because it sees the sinful everywhere. The unforgiving mind is in despair without the prospect of a future which can offer anything but more despair. Yet it regards its judgment of the world as irreversible and does not see it has condemned itself to this despair. It thinks it cannot change, for what it sees bears witness that its judgment is correct. It does not ask because it thinks it knows. It does not question. Certain it is right. Now, all of us are prone to this sort of unforgiving mind. So you get me going on certain things that are happening in the world phenomenologically, and I will go to this place. I will go to this judgment place. I will um, think that I am right. So I will not ask because I, because, I, because I know, right? I will not question because I am certain I am right. So we are all prone to this type of thinking is my point in sharing that. Which leads us to the next point. Forgiveness is acquired. It is not inherent in the mind which cannot sin. A sin is an idea you taught yourself. Forgiveness must be learned by you as well, but from a teacher other than yourself who represents the other self in you. Through him you learn how to forgive the self you think you made and let it disappear. Thus you return your mind as one to him who is yourself and who can never sin. Each unforgiving mind presents you with an opportunity to teach your own how to forgive itself. So your own mind. Each unforgiving mind presents you with an opportunity to teach your own how to forgive itself. Each one awaits release from hell through you and turns to you imploringly for heaven here and now. It has no hope, but you become its hope. And as its hope, do you become your own? The unforgiving mind must learn through your forgiveness that it has been saved from hell. And as you teach salvation, you will learn. 
Yet all your teaching and your learning will not be of you, but of the teacher who was given you to show the way to you. Today we, pra- today we practice learning to forgive. If you are willing, you can learn today to take the key to happiness and use it on your own behalf. behalf. We will devote 10 minutes in the morning and at night another 10 to learning how to give forgiveness and receive forgiveness too. The unforgiving mind does not believe that giving and receiving are the same. Yet we will try to learn today that they are one that they are one through practicing forgiveness toward one whom you think of as an enemy and one whom you consider as a friend. And as you learn to see them both as one, we will extend the lesson to yourself and see that their escape included yours. Begin the longer practice periods by thinking of someone you do not like who seems to irritate you or to cause regret in you if you should meet him, one you actively despise or merely try to overlook. It does not matter what the form your anger takes. You probably have chosen him already. He will do. Or she. Now close your eyes and see him in your mind and look at him a while. Try to perceive some light in him somewhere, a little gleam which you had never noticed. Try to find some little spark of brightness shining through the ugly picture that you hold of him. Look at this picture till you see a light somewhere within it, and then try to let this light extend until it covers him, and make the picture beautiful and good. Look at this charged perception for a while and turn your mind to one you call a friend. Try to transfer the light you learned to see around your former enemy to him. Perceive him now as more than a friend to you, for in that light his holiness shows you your Savior, saved in saving, healed in whole. Then let him offer you to the light you see in him, and let your enemy, quote, quote unquote enemy, and friend unite in blessing you with what you gave. Now are you one with them, and they with you. Now you have been forgiven by yourself. Do not forget throughout the day the role forgiveness plays in bringing happiness to every unforgiving mind with yours among them. Every hour, tell yourself, forgiveness is the key to happiness. I will awaken from the dream that I am mortal, fallible, and full of sin, and know that I am the perfect son of God. So what we're going to do is... Picture in in your mind someone you really can't stand. I'm picturing my old landlords, those lying, stinking, piece of trash human beings. I'm going to picture them in my head. If you want, you could picture the teen murderers. Um, If you would like, you could picture anyone, you know, the president of the United States, the former president of the United States, the former, former president of the United States, the president of some foreign country you don't like, gang members in your neighborhood, whomever. Your ex, I think you get the point, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And you're going to feel the despise that you have for them, but then we are training our minds in forgiveness, so then you're going to more or less force yourself to see some morsel of good or some morsel of light within them. And as soon as you can uncover that light within them, you then transfer you then transfer that that light that you see in this person that you formerly hated or that you had to work very hard to perceive that little bit of light it says a little gleam which you had never noticed 
and that little spark of brightness shining through that ugly picture. So you're, you're going to look for a little spark of brightness shining through the ugly, ugly picture that you hold of this person. And hold the, hold the image until you see that little spark show up. And then when that spark shows up, shows up, look at the changed perception and then turn your mind to someone who you think of as a friend and transfer that light to your friend. So it might seem a little bit complex, but it's actually very simple. Picture someone you hate, force yourself to see a little bit of light. Once you see that light, transfer that light to someone who you, who you consider a friend, someone whom you love. And in the process of that, trans, in the process of transferring that light, and in the process of transferring that light, you are, are forgiving yourself in the process. And we are reminding ourselves that forgiveness is the key to happiness. And once an hour, once an hour you're going to say this prayer, forgiveness is the key to happiness. I will awaken from the dream that I am mortal, fallible, and full of sin. And know I am the perfect son of God. It doesn't cost anything to bless anyone. It doesn't cost anything to have a an attitude of gratitude. It doesn't cost anything to shift your perception of any any given situation from one of despair to one of hope to one of love to one of light to one of forgiveness, etc. This work is very powerful. Each and every one of you is doing very powerful work on the planet. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening as always, and I will talk to you people next time. Bye-bye.